Good morning, guys. My name is Ruth, and welcome to Uncharted Faith. In this podcast, we talk about recovery, I talk about faith, and I talk about my my struggle with addiction and just uh, religious trauma, different things that have happened in my life along the way. Something that I learned back in about 2018, it's now 2022, something I learned back in 2018 was that I have a voice and it matters. And I'm not going to sit here and, you know, broadcast things from a megaphone on top of a mountain or in a street corner. But maybe what I say can help someone else because I know for me, that little girl that still lives inside me, when I was younger, I just felt like I was alone in the world and no one else really saw me, heard me, any of that. And throughout my life, I've experienced a lot of different things, whether it be uh, different kinds of traumas whether it be addiction, going through alcoholism, because that is a biatch, let me tell you. And, um, you know, I've gone through um, an agnostic atheist period in my life. And quite honestly, if I don't catch myself, I will be acting like that present day because I sit here and I say that I believe in God, but yet I'm trying to control everything. So today's podcast, we're going to talk just a little bit about faith and it's not going to be your average, typical faith without works is dead or whatever. And those are all well and good. But today I just want to sit here and park on things that sometimes I feel get missed when we, we sit here. Maybe we talk about old time Bible stories or whatever the case is. So for me, when when I'm taught, well, let's just get into it. So this morning I was reading in Matthew, and it was about the feeding of the five thousand. And and I remember reading this morning where it said like he's asking his disciples, hey, like what are we gonna do to feed these guys, you know, with with what we have, what we don't have, and he was saying it to test them. And my my version that I read, um, the NASB, whatever. Um, said that he he asked them this question to test them and so I, I read that and I thought for a minute I was like is is God testing my faith right now right because oftentimes I don't know the outcome of something for example I'm working I've been working for the last two years to try to get my driver's license back I got suspended back in 2016 and I'm not going to get into it, but there's a whole lot of hoops I got to jump through. I got in trouble in three different states and uh, not my proudest moment in life, but it was also one of my darkest moments in life where I was drinking to kill myself and um, pass out in my car. And I picked up a couple DUIs from that. And um, so anyway, so when you when you've angered three different states, trying to get your license back is is uh, is a headache, to say the least. So back in 2020, I stopped running from all that and tried facing all of it and tried just taking care of what I needed to take care of. So fast forward to present day, you know, the the state of Texas says I'm eligible for a driver's license. So I went ahead and set an appointment for the written test for uh, the 26th of this month of October. And I feel like God telling me to go ahead and study for the written test. And I still have something dangling with Florida, just some, some red tape, something that, you know, whatever. And it's impossible to get a hold of someone in the state of Florida that, that can take care of what I need to take care of. It's just a box I need to check. And um, so anyway, so I felt like God saying study for the written test. Well, I'll just be real with you guys. I don't want to. I've been down this road before. A year ago, I went in to get my license and walked out with, with more of a headache, like knowing I'd angered three states, walking out with four states I had to take care of with just, you know, red tape t- kind of thing. And um, I don't want to. 
the natural part of me wants to sit here and to say it's not going to happen. I'm not going to get a driver's license. It's been almost seven years. And to, to, to really believe and to see that there might be a finish line here and that, that God might come through for me. And I felt him telling me yesterday morning, he said, Ruth, he said, you have done the work. He said, I need you to sit and to wait and just to let me do this for you. And that's hard for me because that requires faith. It requires trust and it requires me to be still. I don't want to be still. I feel like if I'm being still, then I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But that's the point. That's what faith is, is that sometimes God calls us to be still or to take our hands off of it so he can show up for us. The Bible says that he's willing to do, he's able to do exceedingly above what we could ask or think. And sometimes I share with, with someone like, hey, like, this is what's going on in my life. And they respond with, oh, well, that's exactly what I've been praying for. Well, the God that I know says that he will do above, exceedingly above what we could ask or think. And so for me, that even what I pray for, that I believe that God's going to come through in a way that only he can. And I don't always know what to believe. And sometimes I've got this knot in my stomach when I'm praying for people, because it's not that I don't think that he can do it. I think that he won't do it. And that, for me, stunts my faith. It stunts the fact of me really believing what I say I believe. And that's almost embarrassing to say out loud, but it's the truth. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of of being a Christian that just doesn't speak the truth and that's not honest about what's really going on on the inside. Because if I can't really see, if I don't really have Florida saying, hey, Ruth, like, you can go get your license, like, hey... You know, like, you're good to go. Go for it. Study for your written test. Like, if I didn't have that little fanfare, you know, going on in my, if I had that fanfare going on in my head, then it'd be much easier for me to accept when God says, hey, go do this. But I read something in, I want to say it was in Romans that talked about the obedience of faith. Like, obedience is faith. Like, it's hand in hand. Like, when God says to do something, one, he's not really asking, and two, that exercises my faith. So here I am looking in Matthew about the feeding of the 5,000 people, and we reach these Bible stories and these miracles, or we hear about miracles in other people's lives, but it's after the fact. These people were hungry. They'd been following him for days. These disciples had been following for, I'm not quite sure how long. His ministry on earth was three years, I believe, and, you know, like these disciples, Jesus is like, yo, how are we going to feed him? They're like, I don't know. They didn't have Uber Eats back then. And back then they didn't have something where they could send out a massive text message to everyone like, sit down so we can feed you. Like there was none of that. So these things are happening in real time. This driver's license with me is happening in real time. I don't know the outcome. But God said study, so I'm going to study. Even though I don't understand it. Even though I don't like it. Because to me that's faith. Faith doesn't have to accompany these fuzzy feelings of, I believe he's going to come through for me or be this. You know, sometimes people will discount faith because they say that, you know, you're basically believing in fairy tales. And trust me, I get it. I didn't want to believe in hope. I didn't want to believe in love. I didn't want to believe in a lot of things for a very long time because it's so much easier to hold on to what I know and to what I've seen. But that kind of lifestyle led me to 
drowned myself into a bottle of whiskey. It led myself to run into the arms of, of guys that I had no business being with. It just led me down a very dark path to where I'm literally grasping at the very straws of just surviving from day to day to day. There came a point in my life where I'm living with my parents and it's the same cycle, rinse, repeat. Like I knew that there was, I didn't have hope it could get better. I didn't really believe that God was and who he is that he says that he is. You can go to church all you want and feel good for an hour or two, but if you walk out those doors unchanged, that's your fault. I'm sorry that the marriage ended divorce. I'm sorry that you've gone through the traumas you've gone through. I'm sorry that you, you were touched as a child. I'm sorry. But your faith is your responsibility today. Your obedience is your responsibility today. And it's mine. I don't necessarily have to like it or understand it or be able to explain it to somebody else. When I know that God is telling me to do something, I need to do it. And so I'm looking at these stories and then in Luke 9, like he tells his disciples, like, don't take like two coats for the journey. Just come with me. What do you mean come with you? I need to pack a bag. I need to work a couple more weeks, get a couple more paychecks, put some money in the safe. No, he said, leave all of that and just follow me. And God's not asking me to sit here and to leave my apartment and to go do all these drastic measures. He's not. But in something like my driver's license, he's saying, can you trust me? In something like restoration within my family, can you trust me? And that is faith exercised. We, we have different words and different things, for, but they all tie in together. Trust, faith, hope, obedience. To me, obedience used to be a dirty word. It's not. Obedience is the way that I can sit here and say, okay, God, I trust you with this. Okay, God, I, I'm believing that you have something better for me with this. And through that, that's when the healing can start to happen. That's when God starts to show me me. And I promise you guys that's not easy. I don't like seeing the pride and the, uh, the atheism that's inside me. I don't like seeing how I've lived that out. I don't like seeing how I have projected my own self-hatred of myself on other people. There's a verse that says to love your neighbor as yourself and I can't really love you because I used to think that I can love people easier than I can love myself. And that's a bunch of just crap. Love your neighbor as yourself. Well, I don't love myself. Well, if I don't love myself, then I'm not really believing that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And if I'm not fearfully and wonderfully made, then what's the purpose of all this? Why am I going to church? Why am I? And it, the rabbit hole just continues. And then I find myself in, in this pit of, of what I call depression. And it's not really for me, this depression, I am holding on to this belief system that I am worthless, that I am purposeless, and that I am just an accident, and what's the point? That's the belief system that I'm acting on. Of course I just started to drown myself in a bottle of alcohol. It just makes sense. But today I don't have to live like that. Today I believe that I have purpose. I believe that you have purpose. And so faith is not knowing the outcome. So if you're going through something in life, whether you're a mom and you have a son that's in lockup or, you know, you're a daughter and you're, 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 you know, your life feels in shambles and maybe your family's falling apart. Your parents are getting a divorce. Maybe you don't know your father. Maybe you were adopted and you, you have an identity crisis of why didn't my family want me? And that's just not the truth at all. 
The Bible says that all things will work together for good to them that love God, for them that are called according to His purpose. You're called according to His purpose. You're called to love God. He loves you. He never asks us to do something that He hasn't already first done. And so today, my, my encouragement, yes, faith without works is dead, but that's, that's obedience, that's trust. If you're going through something right now in real life, where God is calling you to have faith and to trust and maybe to walk something out in obedience. My encouragement to you today is to do it. Do it not wanting to do it. Do it when you don't feel like it. Do it when, when you can't see the finish line. Because that is how faith is birthed and grown. I will keep you all updated on, on the driver's license because right now I'm just walking out in faith. I'm walking out in obedience. And I really don't know what it's going to look like on the other side. So it's going to be a, a, a mystery for all of us. And, um, and I look forward to sharing with you the good things that God has done because God is good. Even though things have happened in my life that men meant for evil, God meant, God meant it for good. And He can turn it around for good. And He has. And He is. It's not always easy, though, but I'm grateful that I have my faith. I'm grateful that I have the friends and the family that I do that I know that support me. And if you don't have that today, I'm letting you know right now that I want to be that for you. And I will cover you in prayer. And I just want you to know that you're loved and you matter. And I pray you all have the best day ever because it's the only one we got. All right. Bye, guys.